Good morning, guys, and welcome to another episode of Rock the Mic. How are you guys doing today on this Monday morning? I hope that everyone is feeling good, that your week is off to a good start. I know mine is. It's a new week. It is a brand new week, and I thank God for it because the week I had last week, the last seven days, my God, my God, my God. You know, today I want to talk about failure. I want to talk about, I want to talk about what happens when, when we've been praying for victory over an area of, of our lives, but we're still being defeated by the very thing that we're fighting so hard to overcome. And I want to read to you guys just a few lines from Psalms 139. I, that's where I'm going to start. I'm going to start with this. Uh, Psalms 139, just a few lines. It says, Oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it. Lord, you go before me and follow me. Your, you place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. Too great for me to understand. Amen. And now I want you guys. So, so there it is. God is saying no matter what you do, I'm there. I see it all. Now I want you guys to... to, to to stop for just a minute and I want you to think about how powerful God is God is so powerful and I'm talking about failure today but I want to remind you I want you to I want you to remind yourself about the the power of the God that we serve God is so powerful he can heal the blind he can heal the sick he can heal the 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 paralyzed he can he can he he makes all things new he can, he, he the Bible, it, it talks about Jesus feeding multitudes of people. It talks about Jesus turning water to wine. It talks about Jesus, how he was raising the dead and casting out demons and walking on water. Think about how God parted the Red Sea. Even the immaculate conception of Jesus. All of those are such glorious displays of the powerful God that we serve. And as and, and as I said, today I'm talking about failure. I'm talking about failure. I'm talking about how do you pick yourself back up after you done messed up, after you disobeyed God, after you, you, you've been running this race, you've been doing so good and then something just comes along and it just trips you up and it feels like you're back at square one, but you're not. But how do you move past that? And today I'm talking to real people. The ones who are courageous enough to admit when they mess up. Because the truth is that I'm on a journey. I'm in a process. I'm healing. It's an ongoing thing. Healing doesn't just happen overnight. 
maturity in Christ doesn't just happen overnight. It's a process. Sometimes I do not make the right choice. Sometimes I do not say the right thing. Sometimes I do not do the right thing. There there have been so many things in my life that didn't go as planned, the way I planned. And I was left feeling small. And, 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 you know, sometimes even still, even though I'm on this healing journey there, I have days where I can only see my flaws. It's like, I almost don't even want to admit when I do something good. I I don't even want to acknowledge it. It feels like I'm doing something wrong to acknowledge when I do something good. Sometimes I feel like I'm just never going to be good enough. But thank God I'm not what I feel. I'm not what I feel. There have been times and there still are times in my life today where all I can do is just pick everything apart. Pick everything that I do apart. Literally. Like. You could have did this. You could have did that. You should have did this. You know what I'm saying? And I just got to say it out loud. Stop. Stop it, Rock. Shut up, devil. Because that's what that Bama wants to do, man. He just wants us to only focus on our mistakes. He doesn't want us to know who we are. He wants us to forget who God is. And if you're anything like me, then you've had those moments where you've cried out to God, like, God, I'm trying. I'm doing everything I know, everything I can. So why? Why is this still happening? But today, today I'm reminding myself and I'm reminding you that your mistakes, your failures, You're falling down, the stumbling. God has seen all of it. He sees all of it. He knows everything about us. He knows everything that we're going to say before we say it. He knows everything that we're going to do before we do it. And he still loves us. Exodus 34, 6, it says that God is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in loving kindness and truth. So when we fail, we have to know that God loves us still and that he's got us and that he cares about us and we got to trust him. And for me, trusting God when I fail is very hard for me to do that. It's very hard for me to trust God after I've messed up because it's like I'm almost programmed to just give in to my feelings of defeat and failure. But as I'm healing and as I'm growing, I'm learning how to push past all of that and I'm learning to trust him with my mistakes. I'm learning to trust him with my victories. I'm learning to trust God with everything. Because I know that God sees me fighting. I know that he sees you fighting. He sees us. 
He's right there fighting with us. And, and, and it's so hard to understand that. It's, it's too wonderful. It's just like the psalm says, it's too much, God, that you can see me, that you know everything about me, but yet and still, you still love me. And I'm so thankful for that. God, he's so powerful that he uses everything, including our failures, in order to get us to live a purpose life, a life of purpose, a life of meaning. Because God, he's not looking for perfection. He's just looking for a willing vessel. So when you are recuperating from failure, when you're picking yourself back up after you fall, you can still have peace. (laughs) The enemy will try to rob you of peace, but you can still hold on to your peace. Because for me, I find comfort and peace in knowing that I'm a child of God. That I am cared for, deeply cared for. And despite my mistakes, God still loves me. God is never going to leave you. He's never, ever going to abandon you. He's in it for the long haul. He's in it. He's right there fighting with you. And that is enough to keep you in perfect peace. That should be enough. God knows exactly where you are. He knows where you are. And he's there with you. And when I have those moments like I I let myself down or I let people down or I let God down. I recognize that those are just my feelings. They're feelings. And we really need to get out of our feelings and get into the truth. Because the truth is that God has a loving character. And he has omnipotent power. And just like you can praise God when you winning, when you, when you, when you getting the victory, when you standing on top of the mountain, it's easy to praise God. But you still got to be able to praise him when you fall. As you're stumbling down that mountain, you still got to have a praise on your lips. Because God is so powerful that he's going to use even your mistakes to help you to grow, to help you to learn, to help you to mature so that you can walk out his perfect plan for your life. Despite our failures, his plans for our lives are still very much in effect. And don't you forget it. Because God, he is more powerful than our failures. That's the kind of God that we serve. He's so powerful that there's nothing that's too hard. There's nothing too hard for him. There's nothing that is so hard 
that God won't do to make sure that we get the victory that we're seeking, the victory that we're fighting for. There's nothing at all that's too impossible for God. So you might be asking yourself, well, Rock, if that's true, then why uh, won't he give me the victory? Why won't he give you the victory? Well, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe, maybe God allows us to fall. Maybe he allows us to fail. Maybe he allows us to stumble just so we can keep running back to him. I don't know. But what I do know is that in my life, my failures, they paved the way to change. My failures, they, they exposed these areas in my life that I needed to work on. And God didn't expose those areas because he's mean or because he wants to embarrass me. No, that's not it. He showed me what I needed to change because he loves me so much that he could see my jacked up condition and he didn't want to leave me like that. And I don't want you to miss the point because I don't want you to, to be like me. You know, don't, don't be like me that I had to learn from making... I had to learn from all the mistakes I've made. Okay, that's not what we want to do. We, we want to be victorious. We want to strive for victory. But what I'm saying is that when you mess up, you just got to remember that God is powerful. You got to remember the powerful God that you serve, that we serve. God is more powerful than addiction. He's more powerful than sickness. God is more powerful than insecurity. He's more powerful than your anger. God is more powerful than your pride. God is more powerful than procrastination. He's more powerful than selfishness. He's more powerful than lust. He's more powerful than adultery. God is more powerful. Whatever that thing is that you're struggling with, God is more powerful than that. You got to believe it. And you got to believe that your failures, they're a part of your story. And I want you to think about that for a minute because there's so many people in the Bible who fell short, who messed up. Peter, he was short tempered. He denied knowing Jesus. Thomas doubted. Paul, he was a murderer. Rahab. She was a prostitute. Jonah, he ran away from God. We cannot talk about any of these people without mentioning their failures. Because the failures are a part of their story. King David was so overcome with lust that he actually got a man killed trying to cover up his sin after he slept with that man's wife and got her pregnant. King David was an adulterer and a murderer. And we cannot talk about him without mentioning that. So we got to face the fact that <clears throat> we're going to mess up. We're going to fall. Yes, we are. But you know what? Just like David, and everybody else, there's consequences. Oh, there's some consequences for, for the poor choices that we make. So 
you know, we, we can't be surprised with the fallout, you know, with the with the with the blowback from from the consequences of our actions. We can't forget that part, okay? But the failure, the failure itself, it should first of all remind us that we're not God. We're human beings who do not have it all figured out. And I know that can be hard for us to accept because, you know, we like to believe the lie, right? The lie that tells us that we're so in control of our lives, that we're in control of everything. But the the reality is that we're not. We need to get to a place where we can just admit it, where we can just simply admit that we're not always going to get it right. That we don't always get it right. Because when you are able to admit and accept your failures, that is the starting place if you want to have victory. When we accepted the sacrifice that Jesus made when he was crucified on that cross, we were adopted into God's family. So our identities are in Christ. Who we are is not based on the things we do. I don't care if you do everything right. It doesn't make you who you are. Outside of Christ, we're nothing. So we can't allow our disappointments to get us to a place where we forget the powerful God that we serve and where we forget who we are. If you receive Jesus Christ into your heart, then you are a child of God and nothing can ever change that. We are human beings. We're going to fail. Sometimes we're going to mess up. And you know what? Sometimes I can admit this. Sometimes I fail at being a Christian. I fail at being a Christian some days. I do. I don't always get it right. But the one thing that I can never fail at is being a child of God. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. That's verse that's 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 the seventh that's the seventh verse of Psalms 139. There's nowhere that we could go to escape the presence of God. If you make your bed in hell, God is there. If you make your bed in in, in the heavens, God is there. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He sees you 24/7 365. You're never alone. Never. Do not for one second believe that you are alone. You're never alone. And you know, I read a quote that said, clouds block the sun, but they don't remove it. And that makes me think about how failure, it can definitely test our relationship with God, but it can't destroy it. So how do we move forward after we messed up? We've been disobedient. Now what? Well, number one is don't allow your failures to stop you from pursuing God's plans for your future. Because that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to he wants you to feel condemnation. He wants you to, to, to be in that 
negative space. So you cannot allow your failures to stop you. You got to keep going. God is not asking you to be perfect. He knows that we're going to mess up. And he wants us to come to him when we mess up. We have to humble ourselves and admit failure. Because that's the first step in moving forward. And then once you acknowledge your mistakes, you can ask God for forgiveness. And then you got to receive the forgiveness. You got to receive it. You are forgiven. And then you got to make a commitment not to keep repeating the same mistakes over and over again. You know, when we're really in tune with how God wants to work through us, we need to be able to use our mistakes and our failures as an opportunity to encourage others. To help them avoid making the same mistakes. Stop keeping it to yourself. Your testimony is powerful. The world is waiting for you to share your story. God's put purpose on the inside of you. And it's not too late. Go read my, my blog. I just I wrote a blog last week. It's called It's Never Too Late. Go read that. It's never too late. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. It's never too late. Our failures don't make us a failure. So don't allow them to keep you from getting back up. God, he, he, he doesn't want to see you fall. But when you do, he's going to be there to pick you up. Peter, Peter denied knowing Jesus, denied him three times. But that didn't stop God's plan. Peter ran back to Jesus with a, with a repentant heart. And I, and I talked about King David. As I said, King David, he was the king of Israel. He was known as a man after God's own heart. But David also messed up. He was an adulterer and a murderer, but his story didn't stop there. David repeatedly pursued God's forgiveness and God's help. In Psalms 145.14, David wrote, The Lord upholds all who fail and lifts up all who are bowed down. That was true for King David. And it's true for you and I as well. Mistakes are inevitable, guys. But mistakes have the power to put us on a path for better or for worse. And I'm praying that you will make the decision today to give your mistakes to God so that you can live the life that he has planned for you. Because guys, it's time to be free. You got to you got to get free from the past. You got to get free you got to get free from the past. You got to even get free from 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 the present. You if you messed up you messed up. Admit it. Ask for forgiveness. Move forward. Because you got to get free. 
if, if you want to go after a better future, that the future that God has for you, you got to get free. You are who God says you are. You are what God says you are. If, if, if your name is victory, then walk in your new name. Live out your new purpose. You have a new future. You just have to walk in it. Well, I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. I pray that this has blessed you. And if it did, share it with a friend. Okay, until next time, I'm out. Peace.